Welcome back to the Fright Files, Ben and Calvin, Ringu. Ben, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Calvin? I'm uh, amazed by uh, the possibilities of literature. Um, Me too. Which we're going to be exploring today, uh, the full possibilities of what books can do. <laughs> yeah, um, gosh, it's been a while since we've last recorded, and we did Ringu, the, the novel and the film. And here we are, you know, with the first sequel of sorts, Spiral. And I don't know about you, Calvin, but th this was kind of like a tale of two halves for the book and the movie for me. <laughs> it's just like maybe like a fourth of the book and movie are like really interesting and uh, uh, gripping. And um, I, I would say it spirals, though. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, it's it's nothing you could predict. We were just talking about before the record that the, there's no possible way to know where these are going. Um, as the book, um, a weird thing about the book for me is that it relies on the context of the last book. It kind of just introduces things for about half the book, like you should know about it. But then it play it does play by play as though you haven't read it also, um, which is a very interesting combination of things for a sequel to do. Um, yeah, it, it both like relies on you knowing about the past book, but then after it's established, maybe what you've already known, then it goes like in depth on what actually happened. Um, yeah, and, and and we should we should probably give a quick recap. I mean, so for the first book, uh, there there's not that many characters that you're following. Mm -hmm. Um, we're following who is it? Uh, Asakawa, right? And then yeah. Ryuji, and all of you will know by now the the tale of the cursed tape so to speak um and so spiral does this thing where we're introduced to some new characters um that have connections to those old ones and those new characters are um i believe ando and mm -hmm. miyashita are kind of the big ones um ryuji's love interest from the last one uh my Takano shows back up and the beginning of spiral is essentially uh the this this new character ando interacting with ryuji's dead body he's perform performing an autopsy and from right. there we just move forward that is the start of spiral <laughs> yeah so um hmm. so he's a coroner and he's a going through Ryuji's body, uh, our beloved uh, sidekick Ryuji, uh, a strange guy in the last uh, picture and book. Um, and uh, yeah. this, this movie, of course, uh, was released the same day or the same time as uh, Ringu, which is interesting. Um, the movie called Raisin in America. I'm not sure if that's how you say it. Raisin? Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> But our raison d'etre is uh, to look at uh, what this movie, movie and book are about. It's just a uh, mostly it's not a horror movie or book. Um, it's closer to like a, a thriller, like an investigative thriller in some way. Yeah, yeah. Thriller um, kind of has like that detective procedural aspect except these guys aren't actually detectives right um, <laughs> they do a lot of detectiving for not detectives yeah yeah they do some pretty damn decent detectiving to be honest <laughs> um 
and yeah it the whole first half of spiral at least half is like ando and miyashita essentially going through the same exact motions that asakawa and ryuji went through it's almost like <laughs> retracing steps yeah and i didn't hate the new characters um i i, I will say i actually think miyashita was kind of likable if we had to compare like all the books and movies we've watched miyashita in the spiral book is like kind of smart but he's not too smart he's he's a scientist but he's still skeptical that science is always perfect and he almost serves as like this comedic relief uh like he's i would say he's genuinely a decent sidekick whereas ryuji in the first one um, just kind of fucked up <laughs> yeah he's he's just the oddest individual um he's kind of a deplorable disgusting figure and by the end you almost change your mind you're like uh, maybe he's not that terrible and then if there were any if there was any lingering doubt spiral makes sure <laughs> that you <laughs> you know what, what the true ryuji it's really like yeah um and he's awful he's a terrible person <laughs> Even in the afterlife, he's a terrible person. <laughs> and it goes kind of the other way with Ando, who I think is pretty um, normative as far as like a, one of the characters in these books would go. Until yeah. he makes some like awful or strange choices by the end. Um, yeah. All, all the characters have to become um, sex fiends at some point in these books. Um, just, yeah. That's the horny books. style. Yeah. Very horny books. <laughs> they are. Um, which uh, also you you just wouldn't expect anything that's in the book from the cover. Just just spiral going both ways. A, a nice uh, green cover. Uh, HyperCollins is a the publisher. HyperCollins is a mm -hmm. uh, prestigious enough. Uh, you wouldn't expect the strange things that happen, but um, uh, a lot of it is just retracing steps and then finding out what happened to the the prior leads and uh, um, Ando maybe doesn't have as much to offer for me um as our previous leads but uh he is kind of like a uh empty like vessel for like the story to kind of like write itself into and to have more characters around him that matter i think yeah i i absolutely agree he ando is you don't dislike him but you don't particularly gravitate towards him you're kind of just there for the ride with him um and I think that Asakawa in the first one, uh, despite having some uh, <laughs> uh, deplorable <laughs> outbursts, maybe from time to time, uh, you got a you got like a palpable sense of his dread and fear while reading. Uh, you got the sense that he was like a, a family man, and you care and he cared. Um, Ando, you you get a little bit of that, but mm. I, I hate to say he's kind of just boring. I mean, yeah, you, you're describing him as him. an empty vessel is probably the best way to put it. Um, he's he's just there. He really is just there. Um, mm. and the whole book is kind of just there until it is it, until the until the end until it is keep talking yeah. about. <laughs> and I think that's what why spiral. I would say I did not. I definitely did not like the book as much as the first one. Um, I didn't like the movie as much as Ringu, but the end is like so intriguing because it sets this franchise up to be something that I just did not expect whatsoever. <laughs> um, I could have never predicted where it went. 
until like right before we got there, I was like, is this about to go where I think it's going to go? And then it does. Do you think Koji Suzuki knew where it was going? Or do you think like that's all like invention at the end? Like, do you think he wrote this book and all the things that lead up to it, knowing that was the ending? Honestly, it's it's so tough to say. Um, Let's see. So the first novel... When did the first novel come out? What year? It would be helpful to know if they came out like at the same time or if it was like a. Well, it couldn't have been a popular response because there was only the obscure TV movie out. Yeah. So Ring came out in 1991 and Spiral came out in 95. So, I mean, four years to kind of let it marinate and, you know, think about where to take it. It seems like um, maybe maybe there was the contract for the new movie after the TV movie, and maybe that at least drew enough attention from um, the Japanese media companies. And he was like, well, I should probably continue the uh, series so I can make more movies and more money off this brand now. Um, right. I would, I would imagine that's probably how it developed. Uh, it's about the same length as the last book, but it has yeah. about five chapters. They're just like code searching, which is just yeah. like a random letters and numbers and just like large diagrams on the pages i wonder if he was like paid by the page and it was like a publishing (laughs) contract because we saw all these are pretty much the same length within you know four or five pages of each other um Mm -hmm. well i I think i think what's frustrating is that some of the stuff that spiral brought to the table like that that coding stuff um and even some of the retracing the steps type of stuff it's not terrible or it wouldn't have been terrible if he didn't linger on it for so long. Like I felt like the book was bloated um, in all of those regards. Like I wouldn't mind these two new characters trying to figure out what happened to the past two for a little bit. And I wouldn't yeah. mind the coding, you know, for a little bit, but it, it just, some of the stuff, it just kept going on and on. I'm like, am I reading the same book I already read? Am I what is the point of all this? There there was a point um, because it took us a while to kind of like come to when we recorded. So I kind of read it over a long time. Um, mm-hmm. I keep the books in the same place. So uh, there were several times where I picked it up and I thought I was reading the wrong book. And I, I like nearly put it back down. And I was like, wait, this is just about what's his name? Asakawa, I think. Um, yeah. I'm saying that correctly. That's uh, just about him right now. Like it, I picked it up and it was just seemed like the last book over again. It was just recapping. Mm-hmm um weird to do in a book which i think doesn't like lend as well as like a procedural tv show or something where you could uh on the last episode you know um uh, because we've again we've read the book if we know what's happening at this point we have to have read ringu um i I wonder what would happen if you didn't if you just read spiral someone's probably done it and uh i i don't know what they would have thought until like page 130 when uh when it recaps it finally (laughs) Um, that's just a late recap also um well and, and something else that's fascinating because as you brought up uh the f- both films ringu and and spiral were released as like a, a double feature um yeah and while i didn't while i don't love ringu the movie mm-hmm. i like totally admire and respect the changes that it made um because had it not made those changes i don't know if it becomes the j-horror phenomenon that it ended up becoming yeah however released as a double feature spiral the movie like 
really followed the spiral novel to a t <laughs> yeah. and the spiral novel fo- like completely follows the first book to a t so yeah <laughs> to release them as a double feature made next to no sense to me because Honestly, if you didn't read the books and then you watched Ringu and watched Spiral, you would be like, what on earth is going on? Like, how did we get to where we got? And because it incorporates several of the same actors and characters, um, you would think it would just be like a um, developed in conjunction with that uh, other movie. Um, but it doesn't seem to be um, it doesn't seem to be under like one house like. Uh, um, yeah, it, and, <laughs> and totally the- separate. And like Ryuji and Ringu ends up being in the film ends up being kind of a likable, a likable enough character, you know, right. he's bad, <laughs> separated, like you don't really know anything bad about him. So you're like, okay, you know, and uh, Hiroyuki Sonata playing him, super famous Japanese actor, like mm-hmm. awesome. And then suddenly Spiral, the movie's just like, oh yeah, in case you didn't know, he kind of was still an asshole you just never heard about it in the first movie and i'm like what do you mean like how how did you just (laughs) something's not adding up like something's not connecting between these two films (laughs) like this movie built a huge case of sympathy for ryuji and made him like such a sympathetic likable character and then this one's like yeah but he was a total asshole too and it's it's just funny um and you can see why they went and they were like uh, okay let's just do ringu too and just ignore that spiral exists but that makes it funnier that makes the chronology even harder to follow for an outsider yeah and so i i think it's it it is hilarious that spiral was just like critically derided Mm -hmm. and they were like you know what screw this film we're gonna pretend it never (laughs) exists we're gonna do the ring two which you and i will cover at some point but it's like I actually didn't hate the spiral movie and I think it did come down to we actually read the book. I think that yeah. <laughs> I think that I think because so. we kind of knew what we were getting or what we had an idea of what we could get, I should say. Um I didn't hate it and you and I have watched a lot of J horror on our own. We've watched a lot of J horror together. Um, and it yeah. is hardly the worst thing I've ever seen. Like it it's even pretty disliked yeah. even on Letterboxd, but I was like is it really any worse than like, I don't know, 90% of the Juwan films or anything else? So I was like, I don't think it is. Then I saw it um, had like a 3.8 on Goodreads. And I was like, if someone was really into this series, I think that's where they'd probably, I think that's where the average would be if everyone had read the book and come to this because the movie is able to clean up so much of the book. It, you don't yeah. have to go into the codes so much. And, uh, um, it does make Ando more of a character to kind of visualize him and create more of a, a visual sympathy and like connection with who he is rather than just like the plainness of the novel. And it also yeah. um, adds a little bit to his uh, partner there. Um, I'm forgetting his name. Mia, Miyashita. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. Miyashita adds a little bit of character and, and he has like a constant cough and um, a couple things going on. Uh, well, you know, a little tick or, or something that adds character to these people. Um, yeah. Makes them seem like people. Um, and there's not so much code searching. It's not obsessed with like glyphs and just uh, uh, random letters and numbers. Uh, I think it's very well edited, like as a screenplay of that book. Oh, yeah. It trimmed so much of the fat that that just, you know, bogged the book down. Um, mm. I think that both film adaptations so far are have been impressive like I, I don't love the the spiral film adaptation but in terms of how it adapted what 
was there, I think it did a good job. And there, like you said, it, it made it humanized some of the characters. I actually thought that the actor playing Ando was was pretty good. I did um, too. Yeah. And uh, it, the the movie had a surprisingly kind of affecting and moving score. I actually wish there was more more music in it. Um, I saw that some of it was like licensed out too. Like they put like a little bit of money into like licensing some songs that are kind of like in dance community. And uh, I thought, yeah, the score is very good. <laughs> there are moments where you you do wish there were more. Yeah, I, I think that had the movie, uh, maybe full scent kind of. Because I'd say it's kind of like an atmospheric drama, really. And mm-hmm. if it would have full scent, maybe just having some constant sound or, or music going on, that could have really added to the unsettling or uncomfortable feeling that Ring, the Ring series gives people. And But other than that, like I think the, the biggest flaw of the movie is that maybe it's kind of boring, but that's the books that's the book's fault i mean it was working with yeah. what it had so <laughs> you can't it, adapt this into an exciting story really yeah and, and just like the book once you get to the 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 final stretch of the film and the final stretch of the book you're like okay this is going in directions that probably don't make sense yeah. but i'm enjoying i'm enjoying that i'm glad that it doesn't make sense i'm glad it's like going for broke it just doesn't care um and and so maybe maybe we should talk about this ending we keep alluding to or, okay, or so some of the events that transpire. It extrapolates a lot of like the idea of what the ring could be as like a transmittable disease, as like a latent thing that could exist in a person. And we find out about uh, um how so how Ryuji's uh girlfriend would have perished and then maybe uh have been um have given birth within her seven days she was alive um <laughs> to a new uh what's her name Sakido? is it's been a while since we've recorded on this is that uh is that the lady's name the creature uh sadako yeah sadako yeah yeah uh, i'll get a couple letters wrong on each name sadako <laughs> it's okay is, me uh, too is rebirth from uh the womb of uh of this lady and uh wow just uh, uh what a choice and then uh uh, she takes a new form as well, <laughs> one that's identical to her previous form. But um, Ando doesn't know what his pre- her previous form is, and he just like has like a a chance meeting at a train stop. Is just like, um, I'm just gonna walk off with this lady. I have no way to resist her. There's that kind of like strange uh writing about sex that's a little bit deplorable again. Like, oh, if a woman's there, I just have to do it. It's kind of a yeah, that's yeah, men. That... Yeah, basically, as we've said, these books are are horny. Yeah, they are horny books, and some of like the major plot developments happen because of the deplorable, horny nature of these men. <laughs> um, yeah. like, like, okay, to to really paint the picture for you as quick as possible, everyone that's listening, basically. Ando is working on Ryuji's body, doing an autopsy, trying to figure out how the hell he died Mm -hmm. um, because he was, in everyone else's mind, just a totally healthy, regular dude. Um, Ryuji's love interest, uh, Mei, Mai, don't know how to pronounce it, I apologize, but she visits, you know, the the place where this autopsy is taking place and instantly Ando is just like, wow, 
beautiful, amazing. I'm like, you should have other things on your mind right now. Yes. But he can't he can't get her out of his mind. And he's like, he he eventually is like, okay, well, something weird did happen with Ryuji. I kind of need your help to figure this out. Mm-hmm. But eventually things happen. Uh you know, re- re- regarding the tape. Um and even though tapes are destroyed, as we've alluded to, well, Sadako, she's come up with very innovative and interesting techniques <laughs> of bringing <laughs> herself into the world. Yes. Um, in other words, this is going to sound batshit crazy because it is, but if you watched the tape while you were like at your most fertile stage or you read something, you because now it, you can read it too. If you read any of this, watch it. Uh, apparently you can just be impregnated by Sadako kind of mm-hmm. and literally not just by Sadako you'll become pregnant with Sadako <laughs> um, yeah. and yeah so that's the thing that happens and that was when my eyes got really big and I was like this book the first few hundred pages I wasn't on board but I'm kind of on board now well it's so strange um, because the first book was so much about like spreadable disease and like fear of pregnancy and just like replication and what it would mean to reproduce in a world mm-hmm. that is so damaged by um all of these diseases but meanwhile the fear of technology seeping in while that's happening and i don't think spirals about anything like that it's just no these things just happen <laughs> i think i think you're kind of right that koji suzuki may have not known where he wanted to take the story but he he found a way that would at least uh, you know, raise some eyebrows and make it so the series could keep going. Because if the series were to just continuously be watching a tape and dying, you would be you'd get tired of it very quick. Oh, yeah. uh, now that Sadako has powers beyond what any of us or anyone in in these stories could possibly imagine, uh, that changes the game. <laughs> and so basically, to, to get back, um, Ando, once he can't find May. Mm. Uh, he finds someone who he then thinks is her sister. They look very <laughs> yes. similar, and, and the key factor here, beyond looking similar, is once again Ando just finds this person very attractive. He Lots says... of people dying around him, <laughs> doing autopsies, but he's worried about getting it. He's worried about getting laid. That's really... if there's if there's an attractive woman in the in the uh, book, he'll always comment like they would look beautiful spread out on the autopsy table or something like yeah he, he always yeah. has like these offhanded things where i'm like ando's plain but he's a little strange when he says things yeah yeah and um of course he he ends up actually hooking up with who we think is may's sister and mm-hmm. that leads to what is actually totally bonkers and that's when we get all the reveals we could possibly want um, maybe we shouldn't tell everyone everything, but mm-hmm. to put it to put it plainly, Ryuji has a part in this. If you'd like to know what that part is, read or even watch the movie because both actually tie that up, and it, it's ridiculous. And it, if like once again, if you had any lingering doubt that Ryuji was just out of his mind and selfish and an asshole, well, this will clear it all up for you. Um, but Ando <laughs> also like. All of our protagonists, like they're, they're a little offbeat, they're, yeah. they're a little bit boring. But you, all, you're kind of like, eh, I could. They seem like someone I might know. Like I can, sure. I don't totally yeah. hate them. Uh, but then they just make these decisions that 
could have repercussions for the whole world. And you're and like, then why Wanda are you doing this? Is also like mortally damaged. Like his son has died, and you know he's like kind of in grief. But mm-hmm. um, that that kind of explains some of his uh, strangeness. But um, and like his suffering and his want to like figure this out actually. Um, yeah. But this has more to do with like a. Yeah, I don't know how far we should go, but it has a lot to do with like psychic imprinting and uh, what mm-hmm. you could do from the grave or, or how you could embody something or spiritually communicate with the living um, uh, in a way that, that makes sense. And I think like the J-horror, like ghost story canon, which is a lot of uh, uh, curse stories about uh, um, the other side and, and uh, communicating with the, the deceased and uh, vengeance for your family and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that if if I can give more credit to Spiral, the movie and the book, again, it, it's that it at least by the very end does something different. Mm-hmm. Um, you and I have watched almost every Juon movie. I think we literally have like two left. And if you guys are like, you guys still have two left. Listen, there's like over 10 of them. Um, and <laughs> they're all like. Sometimes they're a little bit different, but more often than not, <laughs> they're kind of all the same. Um, and even just, I don't know, just the, all of those stories kind of hit the same, you mm-hmm. know, follow the same beats, hit the same, hit the same strides. And this one does something that I would almost imagine like Takashi Miike would do at the end of one of his movies or something. I'm sure. just like, yeah. I don't know how you got to, I don't know how you decided that that's the conclusion. But again, I'm happy because it was something I didn't expect um, in a movie that in a movie and a book that were for the most part, exactly what I expected. Yeah. Um, And it does. It's so off the wall, like even the little parts that we've uh, spoiled, like we're not even really painting the full picture. It's actually off the wall. It's ridiculous. Um, It makes me genuinely excited to go through the rest of the series because I'm just like, what could they do with this? Surely there's endless options. I absolutely want to read the rest of the books because if it follows this at all, I I just mean like the the ramifications of what happens at the end are so bonkers and out there that I I can't imagine like writing the sequel to to Spiral as it exists, not just going back to Ringu. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Loop is... Is the next book? I don't know much about Loop yet, but uh, um, I'm very interested in continuing. Me too. Um, me too. And I, I think Loop, Loop is one that we will probably talk about on here, but it mm-hmm. doesn't. I don't think any films actually use anything from Loop, which right, again makes almost makes it more interesting because I'm like, well, why didn't they? And what happened? Um, but yeah, I mean, Ring Ringu is kind of a surprise a surprise package it just i i don't know i thought that i'd be totally uninvested very quickly just based <laughs> on like the j the j horror experiences but spiral really kind of gave me a kick in the ass and was like you know what that we have more to give it might not be great but it'll be something so well it's so great just thinking that like oh the ring for me for a while was just like this regional horror thing like oh pacific northwest big budget gore verbinski uh, bringing meaningful warrior and of course we're still seeing like the, the outlines of that with like a, a malig- uh, what was it called a uh, malignant and uh, um, Megan <laughs> but but movies are still coming to Pacific Northwest and based like on that spirit and uh, um, I, I like it when you adapt a story and then 
you know, if you're going to move it, at least take authorship. And I think Burbinsky does. So I'm excited to get to that one as well. Um, yeah, but... I'm excited for both adaptations. The to get to the U.S. one, which is, God, it's probably been a decade since I've seen it. Okay. Um, and also the Korean one. Uh, I'm very intrigued <laughs> to see where really Korea know, yeah. takes that story. I don't. I don't know. Um, <laughs> But I do think that Ring, because of its premise and this idea that it can spread through tapes or as we learn, it can it can spread through even just like books, um, yeah. among other things. It makes it perfect uh, to actually take it to other regions of the world. I think it, it kind of fits with the narrative of the stories. Yeah. Um, Whereas like Juon, we watch that and it's like, oh, well, this person moved from here to here, but somehow brought this curse that was tied to this house to here. And I'm like, I don't really know how all this happens. Um, but with Ringu, I'm like, this actually, this is something that could benefit from being told from different viewpoints and stuff. Um, so I'm I'm excited to revisit the Ring, uh, the Pacific Northwest horror, and I'm excited to see what South Korea has to to bring to the table with this. Maybe I should go down to that farmland where it takes place. I could do a report on uh, going to the locations. Uh, oh my um, gosh, you absolutely should. <laughs> I want to contact them and see if they'll uh, talk to me, um, but I, I don't know if they will. The owners of the farm, but um, the the only cool place that I could go while we while we do this podcast series um, is if we ever decided to cover uh, Shawshank, the the novella. <laughs> I think. We should Shawshank, <laughs> the the prison for the movie is you know right not right down the road but pretty close to me in Ohio. Oh wow! So. Okay. Um, yeah, and they actually advertise like take tours here, tour the prison, tour this whole area. This is where Shawshank was filmed. It's like a big deal there. That and Green Mile are really interesting as uh, adaptations too. So uh, maybe that could be on the docket one day. Uh, uh, but I, I should get in contact or at least drive up there and see what they do. Um, I agree. <laughs> uh, it would be fun. Uh, I've always wanted to do that just for something for the site. And this might be my uh, a vehicle to, to make that happen finally. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> well Calvin, uh, do we have anything else to say about Spiral, the movie or book or Ringu at large? I don't know. Uh, like we said, uh, so much of the book and movie are very similar to the first until you get to the end. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's like a recommended read. I don't think I could like give it a, a full recommendation, but I can't like imagine watching the movie and not reading it as well. Like if you're going to go into it, um, yeah, it, I mean, that's our our value tough. doing this, right? Like we're exploring both I, sides. Um, I would give the book. If you if you've read the first book or watched any of those first movies, the U.S. Ring or Ringu, I I would give a soft recommendation for reading the Spiral book. That okay. first half is very tough to get through, mm -hmm. but the end is kind of rewarding. And because the adaptation, the film adaptation, actually follows the book almost to a T, um, I I can't help but soft recommend it. And I, I will say, I will once again go on the record. I think that the film is so hated probably because a lot of people didn't read the book and it just yeah, is so drastically different from what Ringu, the film, set up. Um, I think my you know, best advice is to read Ringu, watch Ringu, and then watch Spiral. It would probably be like if you're 
if you're not going to do the full read along with us, um, I think that would be probably the best path is to at least be familiar yeah. with that first text. Uh, otherwise, yeah, it, you're thrown for a loop. Yeah, if you're not convinced by 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 what we've said to read Spiral, at least go into the film knowing that it's not following Ringu the film. <laughs> it's following the novels, and the yes. novels are hornier. They're weirder. Um, there's there's probably more things to dislike, but there's also weird things to like. So, you know, just go in with that knowledge and you might actually get something from that movie. And again, by the ending, you're getting something more interesting that than happens in any of the Juan movies. So uh, yes. possibly stick with it because it, it does have something there that's really out there that we have, you know, we've like touched on half of where it goes, but it goes places. Yeah, it goes all sorts of places. So if if you want to see Sadako do more than crawl out of a TV, you know, now you know what we think about it. You should you should probably watch it. It might not be your favorite, but go for it. Why not? <laughs> well, uh, what would be next up for the show? I think uh, it might be easier for us to get a couple of the other things together. Um, mm-hmm. What was the um, next show there? It was. Uh... I think next show we are going to cover um, Ring, Zero. Ring Zero birthday. And then there is from the the collection of short stories called birthday uh mm-hmm. in the book form there's the short story lemon heart and apparently that ties or ring zero birthday ties to that story um i think so that that'll be, be next. easier than a yeah, than the whole so book too. here and i'm interested and then, in the short stories that might be easier to get through yeah um, and then after that we'll be going on to the u.s ring and the korean ring which we don't have to read for um mm-hmm. and that will be easy and exciting too so yeah then it's just movies and we could probably produce them faster but uh absolutely um, either way it won't be uh another what five months or something four or five months so no um, no i've gotten my life mostly put together <laughs> so i'm feeling good and i've actually been like i said i've been so excited to record this podcast i recorded with jack this morning too so i'm like oh nice i'm feeling really good about being on the podcast grind again um obviously and just talking to you guys i mean i love just chatting with you guys and catching up too so it's been great you're always appreciated thank you so much ben yeah thank you calvin Mm -hmm.